Hi there, I'm Robin from More Than Mothering, and this is episode 15 with Shay. Welcome to the More Than Mothering podcast, where we highlight admirable moms in every stage and with all different experiences and skill sets. We believe moms are the experts in their own home, and we can all learn and be inspired by each other. Shay may look young, but she's a mom of four, and she's been through quite a bit. She was a teen pregnancy. She's been divorced, remarried. She's experienced, struggled with her physical and mental health. She shares pretty bravely and openly about all of those things in this interview, at least touching the surface. You may also recognize some background noise, which is her youngest son, her one-year-old, who... uh, makes a fair bit of noise, as is normal in a young mom's life. I'm here with my friend Shay. Shay is mom of four with her husband, Brandon. They've been married two and a half years. Yes. And uh, one, their oldest is from Brandon's previous marriage. (laughs) And that's Chandler. (laughs) Chandler, come here. Who's theirs together. And then you also have two daughters from our previous marriage. Yes. Um, So we're going to talk. Uh, about your mothering journey. Um, I don't usually go chronological when I ask questions, but um, but you would have been through so many different stages of your mothering that I kind of want to explore those um, in order if we can. And you can hear um, Chandler's uh, sign in the background. (laughs) Um, He's going to be a good addition to this. So, uh, first of all, you started as a teen mom, um, pregnant when you were 17, had her when you were 18. And uh, so tell me a little bit about that experience and how that has affected uh, you as a mom. So I found out the night before I went to college. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I love that part out. <laughs> um, I was leap planning to leave the next morning for college and thought that I should um, take a pregnancy test. I found out. I was expecting her. I still left to college. Um, I ended up coming home two weeks later actually because I was so sick but um in that time of finding out and others finding out um it was hard because I had some backlash um from different realms of people but the hardest was from church leaders um, because I had been like solely active on my own for two years and um, but I felt like I wanted to be the kind of mom that proved everyone wrong. And um, I had read all of the statistics of pregnancy and what that might look like for me or for her, for our family. Um, and I was determined to be those. So I knew that um, I was too sick through her pregnancy to go to school, but I knew as soon as I could get back to college, I would. So when she was four months old, I started. Um, my online program in family life science, which I chose for her. I wanted to learn how to parent um, and give her the best experiences possible. Um, so, and I married her dad um, when she was three months old, and so we both started college when she was four months old. And uh, I graduated when she was four, and Luella was one and a half and I was um, actually the month I was supposed to graduate was the month that we had separated and so I took incomplete. I ended up graduating 
then I should have when Maylee was three. I ended up graduating when she was four, and I was newly single mom. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I forget. For me, at least, um, when my divorce was finalized, that's exactly it. Like, it was finalized, and from this point forward, you know, like, we're co-parents, and that's all that matters and all that needs to matter. And um, it was kind of just like this unspoken agreement between Caleb and I, feel like, where nothing from our past in our marriage and things like that have, has been brought up. Um, and that has been really helpful because we can just focus on the kids and that's it. And there are, at least for me and that I've recognized from him, like harsh feelings or hard feelings. Um, the first year of divorce is always hard for everyone, I think, and you always say things that you regret and you say things in front of your kids that you shouldn't have on both ends. Um, but beyond that, like, I feel like we've been a good team in just trying to show our kids that we're here just for them and anything that went on between us in the past I don't know, Maylee and Luella rarely even ask about any of that. It's just not on their mind because it's not something that's constantly brought up or fought in or it's mm -hmm. just, I'm not saying we're perfect because like we totally had some blowouts, um, <laughs> just like in you know, on the side. But I think that that has, when things are going really well, that's why. Because we're just focused on the kids and nothing else <laughs> matters. So that's really nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Keep them the focus. Yeah. So I would imagine there's a multitude of emotions and things that that you felt and that you still feel when you think back on that time. Yeah. Um, did you ever feel any resentment for childhood lost or that that time when you could have been pretty selfish and then? Yeah, the baby yeah. couldn't be selfish anymore. Um, I don't think there was so much resentment as just maybe like missing out on a part of life that um, I could have learned a lot from. Not to say I didn't learn a lot in the part of life I was in. Um, but prior to that, when I was 16, my parents had separated for their final time and they, um, everywhere. <laughs> So they separated, and when they did that, um, they kind of just went their own ways. And do you want to tell my lab? Yeah, you'd lighten the conversation, huh? It was up to me, kind of, to figure out the last two years. So I lived with um, board members, friends sometimes, grandparents sometimes. Ultimately, I ended up um, moving in with my dad's mom and living with her. But for about a year, I was kind of everywhere. And I think that that experience prepared me well to um, understand the importance of being there always um, for my kids and having boundaries and a schedule and routines and all the things that I craved Mama. in those uh. <laughs> last two years. <laughs> oh, Chandler. So that experience helped me to not have any kind of resentment. But I definitely, hi, hi, it definitely has taught me a lot though. I know that we'll have many conversations um, with our kids and our daughters especially 
about why it's healthy to wait for certain things and um, how you want to experience life chronologically. And it's not wrong to not experience that. It just poses new challenges. That's a great way to word that. That'll be such an asset to your family. That's cool. Yeah, hopefully. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit about meeting Brandon. What's it like to date with two little girls, and how do you decide when to introduce him to your girls and to your ex? How does yeah. that work? So, a mutual friend actually um, connected Brandon and I. He was on his last deployment, so he was in the Marine Corps still. He was on a Navy ship, and so we just emailed, and I had said, like, I will not do the online dating thing. None of it, but I felt like emailing. I was like, yeah, it's an exciting story. I know. Um, I felt like emailing wasn't online dating, and I also felt like I was never gonna meet him. <laughs> so like, so what, what are their clues? And it was neat because we built such an emotional bank um, together because we were able to share so much of ourselves, and I was in a really vulnerable at that time I had just like my divorce had just finalized and so I probably shared a lot more with him than I otherwise would have <laughs> but it turned out great um he lived in California and I lived in Utah so the first time meeting he flew to Salt Lake to pick me up and then we flew to California for the Marine Corps ball was, That's quite a first date. Yeah, it was. I was like, you've got a lot to work on in the future. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, and then every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Every two weeks for a few months, um, he would come out here oh, out to Utah, or I would go out to California. And um, I... I introduced him to the girls um, after meeting, so I had already met Grace because we went to the Marine Corps ball together, but so they came out for Christmas, and on Christmas Day, I introduced him to my kids, and that is the worst day to introduce your kids to anyone, yeah. for advice for anybody out there, because Christmas is so overwhelming, and they get so spoiled, and they're tired, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> Not best behavior. No, mom. not at all. Okay. But true love, I guess, because he didn't run and neither did I. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and we ended up getting married a few months later in May. We so we moved him back to Utah at the end of April, and then uh, or no, the beginning of May, he came out for a college graduation of mine and met all of my family. That was. I think his first time meeting everyone, and yeah, and then we eloped and used all of our money to go to France on our honeymoon, literally cool. all of our money. Okay. <laughs> really good investment though, because we can't do that now. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it turned out. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Not at all what I was expecting. I bet. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay. So. I interviewed a gal a couple weeks back who also had experience with single parenting and now married and, okay. and parenting with someone else. And her experience, just based on her personality, is that 
it's way uh, easier to single parent because you don't have to uh, yeah. compromise. Oh, 100%. <laughs> so tell me, do you agree with that? Do you disagree with that? What, um, what does that comparison look like for you? I guess something that was really important for Brandon and I before we got married was to make sure that our parenting um, techniques and thoughts aligned. Mm -hmm. um, because we knew we had to be a team, especially like bringing a family together. Sure. Um, so that was really great. We've agreed on most everything. The part that makes it hard is when you're fully blended. And so we have Maylee and Luella full time. Um, obviously we have Chandler fuller time. <laughs> and then we have Grace um, part time. And the first year it was closer to half and half. It wasn't half and half, but it was closer. And now we have her um, the same amount of time that, say, Maylee and Luella go to see their dad, so it's less. But that first year was a struggle anyways because you're learning to blend a family. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are very different rules in one household, and then you come to another household, and to try and remain consistent um, can be hard, I think. And for me, boundaries and consistency is so important because of my own past experiences sure. that as a mother I need that foundation um, and so it makes it hard when you're in that blending element and understandably you know you have children who are like what I'm not used to this like that's not the way we do things at my house mm -hmm. so figuring that out together that's really hard <laughs> and it I, places strains I, on everyone not just mom and dad like I, just navigating all of that. And there aren't very many like books or podcasts or anything out there about it because no one wants to be honest. Yeah. Because you're scared of what, you know, we, like I was explaining to you earlier, it's not that we're saying awful things, but you don't ever want something that you say to be held against you in any way. Um, so single parenting was easier to that effect because it was just like, there's one set of rules, and there's one home, and it's just consistent. Sure. Super hard, though, um, when you're like, I need to tap out, and there's no one there to help you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was rough. I leaned on my family a lot in my single parenting, especially because I was working 40 hours a week. I had the girls full-time, and I was in school full-time plus some because I was making up for incomplete of when I got divorced. Oh gosh. So I got like three hours of sleep a night, which makes parenting hard for anyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a juggle. I, though, I wouldn't trade having a partner in parenting for anything. I would never go back. <laughs> Brandon's awesome. He really is like the golden parent of the two of us. <laughs> he makes it easy. Cool. Yeah.
So um, when Brandon, he FaceTimes her a few times a week and um, the girls are especially right there and I get in there as much as I can. But I also um, understand how much he's hurting and how much he misses her. And so I try and respect and honor that time that he takes with her. Um, but always trying, you know, we've been doing so many home projects and we're always letting her know like what we're doing in the process of it because we don't want her to come and suddenly be like, what? This is so different than the last time I was here. Yeah. That would be kind of scary as a child, I think. Um, and she has her own bedroom that always stays hers. Like sometimes if grandma comes to visit, she'll sleep in there. But Grace knows that that's her space mm -hmm. and her room. So... I think those are some of the ways. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't even think about yeah. the project. It would look different. So many changes. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's neat. Um, okay. So tell me about bringing Chandler into your family. Were you nervous about the way that would affect other relationships? And how has that, so how has that made life better? One person in California who had a blended family. So when we were really struggling, I was like, how did you guys make it work? Like, we need all the tips and tricks, and nobody talks openly about this. And she was like, have a baby. And I was like, you're crazy. Like, we can't bring another child into this. And so it wasn't necessarily something we were planning. And we also were at a time in my health where we were really unsure if I could get pregnant again and if I could, if I could carry a baby to term. Okay. So we were dealing with that in our first year. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, but so we ended up getting pregnant again and it was scary and exciting. Um, but one month almost to the day after finding out we were pregnant, um, we found out Brandon was accepted to the PhD program here at WSU and that was exciting but really heartbreaking it was super bittersweet because it was when we were leaving Grace and yeah um Brandon's not like most dads he really is like the most sensitive nurturing loving I'm not saying most guys aren't like <laughs> I'm just saying like in an overabundance he there are so many times when I'm like you fulfill the nurturing role of our family cool. so much better than I do because he's so great at it, and so that was a really hard time for him to know we were leaving Grace. And I was a high-risk pregnancy, and so we're just dealing with so much, and he, I felt like his focus was and needed to be on um, Grace and healing from him moving and like how that was going to look in the future and what he was going to do. So... The day I'm having Chandler, I was kind of like, this baby's coming, like, I hope you're ready, because And it's funny because he says that he kind of, like, had this moment of shock, like, okay, like, I really got to get it all together because this baby is coming into our family. So I'm asking him to give me a blessing before we go in for the C-section. And he's just, like, white and just staring at me, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you have to like be in this. That's just not the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you got to have your moment. <laughs> but he came to well, he like forgot my name. And so he's like staring at me. He's just like he was in such panic. Oh and then God. he gave me a blessing. He remembered my name. All went well. He and Chandler are like the best of friends. But um I feel like Chandler has really solidified our family 
not only for us, but for people on the outside as well. Oh, um, interesting. The perception of your yeah. family feels more. Yeah, little things like, um, you know, our kids, like, Maylee and Luella call Brandon dad just like they call Caleb dad. And Grace calls me mom, just like she calls her mom mom. And that was um, like a choice for them. And before having Chandler, a lot of times people would refer to me as Shay or to Brandon as Brandon. If they were talking to me really well, they'd say, well, why don't you ask Brandon or something? Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was less hurtful. For Brandon, it was really hurtful because he's like, you know, there. He's all in. Yeah. yeah. And um, so Chandler has changed that in a way. Like, people finally, I guess, see us as a family. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that our girls got along great from the get-go. They were the best of friends from the get-go. But now it's even more of a special bond because they like share their sibling. And even family members. Um, I know, and I think it's so strange that um, even my ex-husband, it seems like fights or contentions really calmed down once. I had Chandler, and I don't know if that's because it's a step, or he sees how much Neely and Luella like love Chandler. I don't know, but it's been amazing. And Brandon all the time will now say like, Chandler was the miracle that he especially needed at that time, and he like, if it were up to solely him, he would have felt like that was too hard of a time to bring a child in, but it was everything. He needed. So. Wow. Huh. That's incredible. Are you the favorite? Everyone says that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. You are busy. You are. Goodness. You are so busy, friend. You are busy, boy. You're starting to stink, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Couple more questions. And then we'll no worries. Um. Okay, so through all of these stages in your mothering, how do you feel like you have grown as a person and and your mothering has changed? Over the um, I I think that I am beginning to recognize that like nobody is perfect, and um, it's been a blessing for me because I don't know. I feel like I can be someone who others can come to and I'll sit in the darkness with them of their troubles or their worries or like what they feel are their past transgressions or anything like that and be completely understanding and non-judgmental because I feel like I've been through nearly everything yeah. in 25 years and um, just understanding that everyone just needs love and I'm trying to really you know, I'm trying to raise kids who are respectful and like live within these boundaries and things, um, but also raise kids who are really empathetic. And I don't know. I think all of these challenges have helped with that. Hopefully, well, hopefully they help more with it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that I talk to is so scared of the teenage years, and I think because of my experiences, I'm not like excited for it. But I'm not deathly worried because I'm aware that my kids aren't going to be perfect. And I hope that they're willing to come to me and help them rather than 
that. Yeah, and you can meet that with the level of grace because of what you think. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've been, I don't know, I recently read a quote about um, a mother's love being the closest you can get to Christ-like love. Yeah. And like, that's not easy to come to because Christ suffered so much in order to have that kind of love. And so... I'm hoping that anything that I've gone through or suffered or just pushed through can, I don't know, be refined to be like Christ-like love instead of bitterness or sorrow or yeah. something like that. That's beautiful. I love that. Well, thank you so much yeah. for letting me ask you all kinds of really personal questions. Yeah, thanks for letting him roam. <laughs> oh, of course. He's been great. Yeah. Um, okay, are you ready for a speed round? Yes. Okay. Shay, what's your favorite sound? Uh, the beach on a warm day. Mm, warm. <laughs> Very specific. That's a, yeah. What's your least favorite sound? People eating. Oh, <laughs> yeah. one of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite word? Copious. Copious. I don't know. I just like a it. Word. Copious and plethora. Okay. <laughs> you like those? Yeah. The big ones. Yeah. Um, what do you know? I know that we are not alone in any of this. <laughs> what do you want to learn? everything. <laughs> I want to be a lifelong learner constantly. I always want to be in school or reading or trying to get better because I know I'm not anywhere near what I could be. Yeah, that's great. What scares you? Um, losing my family. Oh, oh, oh. It's okay. Sorry, my big oh, feet. Mom has big feet. Um, not um, any mother in particular, but all of the mothers who are open and honest and share their struggles and their triumphs, because it makes you feel less alone. <laughs> well, thank you for being one of those mothers. I appreciate it. Shay, what are you good at? I don't know what I'm good at. <laughs> what, Jen, what am what I good at? <laughs> um, I think I'm good at... Knowing what I don't know. Mm. Yeah. That's great. You need to get out there and figure it out. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Shay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Other than sweet Chandler's cute squeals throughout this interview, I'm sure you felt uplifted by the way that Shay describes the amount of work she has had to put into her family. She is an incredible mother who has faced an incredible amount of resistance in her young life. And I have, I am grateful that she was willing to share so willingly with me. Thank you for listening to the More Than Mothering podcast. 
You can visit the website at morethan-mothering.com for show notes, images, and the video form of this interview, as well as many other interviews with remarkable women. If you are having a less than day, I hope you leave feeling more than.